Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica, from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I got a special sexy guest for you, Mr. Hamish Kramer. He always gets the when he's on the podcast. That's just my It's party time. And although the title is very daunting, I wanted to let you know that we are going to talk about this topic because recently we had an experience and I got a lot of feedback. It was my first husband's anniversary, death anniversary. Uh, it's been 13 years. And Hamish and I have been watching uh, Coco, you know, the Disney movie. And it's really crazy because the movie brought out such a beautiful approach to death and approach to celebrating people who have passed. And we realized not only are our kids kind of watching it and learning about death, but we realized that we don't have any photos of the people who have passed in our lives. And the Mexican tradition and the beautiful Day of the Dead, which we thought was Cinco de Mayo, it is not. It is November 2nd. Cinco de Mayo is like a, a different day. It's a justice or like where they got their freedom from, from France. I believe that's right. I don't know. I'm not a historian. You're not on my podcast. Learn about history. But anyway, the point of the story is Cinco de Mayo is not Day of the Dead. It was November 2nd. And so we've been watching this movie and talking to our kids about it. And, you know, our four-year-old son is really in love with this movie. And he's so sensitive and beautiful. And so we were, we were realizing that we don't have photos of the people who have passed away. Hamish's grandparents, who were really close with him, my grandmother, my first husband. And so... When Gio's anniversary just came by uh, on the 6th of May, 2020, we decided to do a beautiful ritual. And I shared about it on Instagram that we don't have to be sad when we are coming around to people's death anniversaries or their birthdays. You know, someone who's passed away, uh, we don't have to be sad. We can choose to celebrate them. And so we wanted to talk to you today about death guilt and about what happens when we lose someone and maybe we don't celebrate them, right? Like maybe mm. they're not in our lives every day of the year. They're only in our mind the day that they died. And it's a big deal and we have to be sad that day. And notice how you go, oh, next week is my so-and-so's death anniversary. And you feel happy, but that day comes and all of a sudden you're sad and you're soppy and people are sending you messages. I got so many messages of like holding space for you. I hope you're okay today. And that's beautiful, by the way. I'm not an asshole. Like, thank you <laughs> for sending me those messages. But I, I wanted to be clear and say I wasn't sad. I wasn't soppy. I wasn't depressed. I wasn't, I, I didn't put myself back to the day he died. You know, I, I didn't go back to that. I already experienced that once. As Byron Katie says, he died once. How many times does he die in your mind? Yeah. I don't need to go back to that 50 million times because, you know, you guys know if you're listening to the podcast, your body, your brain doesn't know the difference from a thought or real life. So you're putting yourself back into that traumatic situation, back into the death so that what? So that you can cry and feel sad. What is that doing for you? And so I, I we wanted to talk about death guilt and how 
this is something it's optional right like yeah, we don't have yeah. to choose it yeah and I think um, what, you're, what you're saying is right and I and I, and I, and I and look, death can be a tragedy, and, and even with Geo, it was a yeah. tragedy how he died. And, yeah. I, and and I guess to anybody listening out there, we're not trying to take away the sadness or the tragedy, especially if you've lost someone in in those kind of circumstances where it was a car accident or something quite yeah. sudden. You know, and I, I, we respect that, and that can be a very sad memory to, to come back up. But we have noticed... Um, you know how easy it is to fall into that trap of always dredging up those tragic events mm. and using that as a reason to sit in those sad feelings because i mean they lived a f- they lived as much of the life as they lived yeah. and yet the only thing we focused on is the way that they died like it seems really i think almost morbid to not think about how they lived as opposed to how they you know like how they died like yeah. why focus on their death when I'm sure there was many beautiful memories about how they lived and who they were. And like the movie Coco was kind of talking about, is like remembering them and telling those those stories, telling the, the stories of the people yeah, that have memories. passed away, like remembering them and, and passing down their stories. And I think that's what's more important. But what we've seen and what we've been experiencing is a lot of people really caught up in the death part of it yeah. and focusing on that. And like you were saying with death guilt, like going, oh, well, maybe I haven't been remembering or passing their stories down. And so let me be sad for a whole day or suffer for a day, mm-hmm. almost as a penance to the fact that I really haven't been honoring this person every day yeah. in my life in yeah. a positive way. Wow. And and I think that's really the wrong way to go about death. And I think it comes back to death as something we all need to kind of contemplate because we're all going to die. And I think that's, you know, I think it's something that we kind of, yeah, like we're going to need to be, you know, it's like, that's what makes life is death. So we have to, we have to approach it as something that we're all going to go through. Mm. And and, and what are you supposed to be sad for all the people that have died? Like we're we're all going to, we're all going to get to that stage one day. And I, I think as humans at the moment, we have a very weird way of approaching something which is inevitable. Yeah. You know, we, we try to keep life going at all costs and we try to avoid death at all costs. And sometimes we, we, we tend to not look at the quality of life, but the avoidance of death. And it's, it's, for me, it's, it's a really strange way to live, you know, yeah. like why, yeah. why, why focus so much on death when that's an inevitability? Yeah. It's um, like a guarantee <laughs> Like yeah. it's going to happen to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you're right, too, because we don't have a, a beautiful relationship with death. And I think you and I have talked about this a lot. Like, you know, we don't we can't control how we come in mm. and we sure as hell don't know how we're going to go out. And it's one of the things that we focus the most on. And mm. we still haven't we still haven't come to terms with death. I mean, it's still such a massive. I love we were watching. Um, what's that guy's name? The God show. Uh, Ram, what's his yeah, name? Yeah. Um, Morgan um, Freeman. Morgan Freeman. That's something y'all. everybody has to watch. You got to watch that show, you guys. Um, what is it called? Um, uh, not Conversations with God. Meeting God or yeah, looking, looking, for God? looking for God or something like oh, that. Oh, we're the worst. Anyway, uh, it's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, maybe what is God? It's yeah. on Netflix. What it's Morgan God? Freeman. Something about God. Just Google it like that. You'll find it. Um, and, he, you know, in India, what they do and, and in beautiful in New Zealand, what they do, how they celebrate death. And it's 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 just I love Mexico. I can't wait. I want to go to Mexico on November 2nd to be experiencing the Day of the Dead because it's literally like very shamanic, very yeah. intentional. They're almost holding a seance at the cemetery, singing the songs of their 
of their ancestors to come back to life spiritually to be with them. And here's the thing. Hamish and I did this beautiful ritual and we, and, and someone asked me, what did you do? Like you can make up a ritual yeah. by the way, right? Like you can make something up. I might do a little video on Instagram with Hamish as to what we did and see if it helps you. But the, the whole point here is intention. If you put your attention and intention on something enough, you can find and create and connect with someone who has passed away. Mm. You know, you, you can, this is something that everybody and can do. And that's a really good point because a lot of people are so funny about creating rituals and doing things like that because I think we're always constantly thinking, oh, there is a way or the way to do it. And mm. I grew up in a very Catholic upbringing. And so, you know, you have to kneel like this, you have to say these prayers, you have to do it like this, you have to, and, and we just repeated that over and over again. And I think, Looking into shamanism, which is what I've been studying a lot now, there's this idea of direct revelation, which is a direct connection to God or source or power, whatever you want to call it. And so any act of creativity, any act of ritual that has the attention behind it can become a ritual and can mm. become something important to you. And I think yeah. we've lost that. We're so much looking for what are the right ways to do things that we've actually gone, you know what, it doesn't actually matter what it looks like. I'm just going to do something or create a ritual for myself and make it mean something for me. Yeah, and yeah. that represents honoring the dead or that represents this or this, that represents that. There is no way. This was all created once we've just followed someone else's idea or someone else's ritual and you have every right to create your own. And I think when you do it actually means more than actually copying what you've been told or just following what you've been given I mean, and if that means yeah. something to you what, what then do that if that works for you but I think people go oh well I can't create my own little thing because it's not in line with this religion or it's not in line with this belief or that you know and we've got to start throwing all of that out the window and just focusing more on what our intention is I think that's what's the that's yeah. where the power is yeah and it felt so good because we really we just create like you said we just created it however we thought we wanted to yeah. and it looked you know, whatever way it did, it wasn't a right way or a wrong way. And so I think that what we want to get across to you here is that if you have lost somebody that you love, just think about it right now for yourself. Is that person in your life? And I did a podcast on this, like no one ever dies. So please go and listen to that. If you want to understand that concept that people don't die unless you say they do, you can keep people alive in many ways. And so if this, if this resonates with you, you can think back to how many people you've lost in your life and think about how much do you think about them? Uh, do you put photos of them up? Do you have photos of them up? Do you, you know, celebrate them or is it just once a year? And I, and I'm going to be honest for me, I felt so guilty because of Gio's family. Like I, it wasn't their fault. It was my fault, but I felt guilty. Like Gio's family was thinking that I didn't care about him because I wasn't sharing it as big or because I got married or because I had kids or all these bullshit reasons like Gio's family is going to look at my Instagram or my Facebook and say, oh, Erica doesn't care about him anymore. And it's like, fuck that. Like you have to let that go. And so for me, I realized I was doing that and I realized why. Obviously I care and I care about his family and I want to make sure that they're you know, they're loved and they're looked after and they feel how much I care, but that has nothing to do with me. I can never prove to anybody that I cared about Gio. I know what I cared about. I know how I felt in my heart and that has to be enough for me. 
you can't prove to anybody how much you loved your grandma. You know, like you and your grandma would have had your own sacred relationship and you don't need to prove or share that with anybody. Make sense? So for me, it was like once I realized that I went, what's a beautiful way that I want to decide to honor him? And so I talk about him regularly. My kids, Hamish, all of us, we all know who he is. We decided now we're going to put photos up of the people that we lost. You know, I have a playlist that I listen to music. You know, he crosses my mind daily. It's like, I don't need to prove that or show that to anybody in order to go, I truly did, you know, feel for that person or I'm mourning. And so please notice when these anniversaries come around, how do you act? If you're all cool and all happy and all of a sudden the death anniversary of your friend who took their life is coming around and you start getting all sad and soppy and eating chocolate, not working out, you know, staying home, putting on sad music, like because you intentionally want to go back to that sad place. Like it's like, you know, you don't need to do that is what we're saying. You don't need to feel guilty. You don't need to feel bad. If you feel bad, that's an invitation for you to start bringing them into your daily life. You know, sew them into the fabrics of your daily life. How can you sprinkle them into your life? Think about them. Say a prayer for them. Light a candle. You know, I do love that about the Catholic. I'm not Catholic, but I love that about the Catholic religion that like in the churches, there's candles everywhere and people could just walk up and light a candle Mm. for whoever they want. Have a candle at home. Hamish's parents, your parents do that. Yeah, they do. They light candles and it's beautiful. Like that is as simple as a ritual as going. I'm lighting this for you, Grandma. And you light it. And that's your ritual. You know? It seems like uh, culture... We're talking about culture and religion and how many cultures make you feel... Or not make you feel, but their intention is to, like, mourn for massive amounts of time. Yeah, certain cultures have this kind of... I guess wearing black and and, and being in that really sad state for many, many years. And it's just like... uh, That's foreign to me because... You know, I've always seen death as something that's inevitable, but also something that should be celebrated. I mean, yeah. my personal beliefs is that, you know, they've gone off to a place that's better or they've traveled to a new realm or whatever you want to call it. So for me, they're not dead. They've just transformed, you know, kind of like a butterfly mm-hmm. that has transformed to a new place and we can't see them. And we might mourn the physical body or the physicalness of that they were there, but it doesn't mean that they're gone. So... You know, I, I've I've kind of always had that belief, yeah. and so it, it it feels strange to me to mourn the death of someone for a long period of time and and be in that sadness, because I mean, it, you know, when I pass away, or and we've had people that have passed away, I'm sure if they were still living, the last thing that they would want yes. is for you to be sad and miserable One for the rest of your life. I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm I can almost guarantee that your loved ones would want nothing more than for you to be happy and joyful and in bliss not living a life of sadness misery. and yeah. misery over something which you know is inevitable anyway mm. it's, it's, it's not something that we can avoid here you know yeah we're yeah. all gonna get to there eventually and whether whether it happened tragically or whether it happened naturally or whether or however it, it, it panned out it, it happened you know and it's going to happen for all of us and so i'm sure these loved ones wherever they are are not checking on you to see how much you're suffering for them yes oh my god you know yes. like they're, they're coming that they, they would want nothing more than for you to be happy that and so true. living life to the fullest considering that they're not living anymore yeah like, that's what i would want yeah yeah so. it's, it's funny like think about the person who you lost right now if you can think about them maybe close your eyes if you're not driving if you're driving do not close your eyes but if you're if you're able to think about them in your mind's eye and see them watching you 
Do you think they would want you to be depressed? Do you think they would want you to be lifeless? Do you think they would want you to be crying and angry and upset and miserable and lonely? And, and do you think that? I mean, I mean, really, like if you can see the person that you love that you lost, I know for sure Gio and, and not Gio as I know him to be, but Gio's spirit, Gio's soul, Gio's consciousness, his dharma for sure brought me together with Hamish. I know that. Like Hamish knows that. When I met Hamish, we talked about that. We weren't even married when we talked about that. Remember that? Like we talked about it. You know, my son asks about him, my four-year-old, like how? I've, I, I mean, and this is very important. This might be in a whole nother podcast, but who I knew him to be is not who he is now. When we think about, we're remembering, you know, I've had somebody ask me, are you going to be weird when you die and you meet Gio again and then Hamish dies and you're all together? And it's like, she was my wife. No, she's my wife. And I'm like, what the hell? That sounds like a Jerry Springer heaven. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I don't think that's how it is. I, I think it's an energy. And I, and I, I mean, there's a whole nother podcast literally, but I feel like it's an energy. It's not Gio with the backwards hat, with the attitude he used to have and me who I used to be fighting about whose girl that was first. It, it is an energy. And so I feel like his energy and his spirit and his soul has helped us come together. And I feel like your, your grandparents help us. And I feel like these, these energies and these people and these souls, they transmute to something else that we don't know. Yeah. And I think it's the unknown that we fear and that we, we want to control and control freaks out there are like, what do you mean unknown? I don't, I want to know how it is. We don't know how it is. Yeah. It's the mystery. And can you be with the mystery? Right. And, and, I think it's just so incredible that you said that because it's true that our loved ones, the last thing they want is for us to be miserable in their name. Mm, yeah. You know, it reminds me of war. Like people fight wars for God, you know, in, in God's name, we're going to have a war on religion. I think that's the last thing that God would want. Exactly. If there was a, if there was a God, how people say the God is in the Bible, the last thing I think he wants is world war two yeah. or, you know, yeah. the, the desert storm yeah. and all those wars. I mean, it's ridiculous. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. such human will, you know, exactly. Like, it's the humans that want the war, the destruction. It's humans that have this idea of relationships in your mind and you're not mine. Like that's, that's all this realm. I, I, just, I really think that that's, quite a simplistic view of things what we live in and once you go into those different realms or different ideals a lot of that transcends I think I don't yeah. think we'll be living in that kind of idea yeah. of the world yeah. and I think if you're like how do you guys get to that point I think you work on your mindset you evolve yourself you heal your past pains you know you join the sisterhood you I oh know <laughs> you basically work on your shit really if you start working on yourself and literally working on your mindset and literally up leveling the way you think and feel and raising your conscious awareness you will start to be able to take these concepts in and actually action them in your life. You'll be able to let go of suffering. You will be able to understand that suffering is optional. You'll be able to go, you know what, I'm going to celebrate this person and not give a damn what my culture, what my religion, what my family has to say about how I feel on the death day of this person that we loved. Because your, your way might be totally different to what your family wants to do. And, you know, you can let go of the guilt. And so I guess what we hope that you get from this podcast as we finish up is that you are allowed to not be sad and depressed and feel like shit on the anniversary death of someone you loved. Yeah. You are allowed to celebrate them. You are allowed to be actually happy that whole day. Yeah. And no amount of suffering is going to make up for, you know, as penance for... You know, what you have or haven't done for that person or what you haven't... Like, no amount of your own suffering is going to make that mm. any better. Yeah. And 
consider that there's not a board in heaven or wherever these people are going, you know, tallying how many times a week you didn't remember them. They're not, they're in you. They're with you. There's no way that you need to remember them. They are you. They're a part of you. If they were so important in your life, they are in your life already still. They are in your children. They are in your home. They are in your memories. They're in your cells. Like you don't have to do anything to remember these people. They are with you. But if you want to celebrate, you are totally able to light a candle, put some music on and enjoy their memory and make it a day of celebration is what we're saying. So thank you, Mr. Kramer. You're welcome. Thank you. I love you being, being on my podcast. Have a beautiful week, you guys. And uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave me a review on iTunes or on my website. You can head to my website and leave me a review. There is also an amazing button on my website podcast page where you can leave me a voicemail. So you go to my website, thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast, and you can click on there and leave me a voicemail. So if you have a question for me, what we do is we take your question and we put it on the podcast and I answer your question. My darling, we are in wild times right now. And in order for you to manage your mind and boost your immunity and be level-headed instead of panic, I want to invite you to consider online training, to consider joining a community, a sistership where you are going to be held, where you're going to be supported, where you have a safe space to unravel. And with all this time at home, you can actually better your life and work on yourself. Good news as well, I have now done a 12-month payment plan for the online sisterhood. So many women right now are experiencing trouble with their finances, losing their jobs, being single mothers, not knowing when their next money or paycheck is going to come from. And we are navigating that with our current sisterhood members. We are working with every woman that we can in order to support them in these tough times. And I hear you out there saying, I'd love to join the sisterhood, but I can't afford it. I can't afford six payments. So what I've done is made it a year-long program. It's a year-long program with a year-long payment plan. I really, really want you to consider if this is the time for you to join the sisterhood and work on yourself. It is available to you now. Let's do the damn thing. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.